Bonnaby is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. Yo, what up, everybody here on Spawn of Me Land? What the deal be? I'm named, I said, my name, the name, the name, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. It didn't come out right. Shout out to everybody. This is the Spawn of Me podcast with Kylie Fathoms. I'm yours, Kylie Fathoms. Hope you're doing well. I hope you're rocking it out wherever you may live, wherever you may reside, wherever you are. Shout out to everybody who's come through to Chicago this week. If you missed last week's episode, you missed a banger of a show. You need to go back into the archives, go check out that episode and give it some love, share it out on all your social media feeds, share it out, give it a five-star rating to all the podcast platforms you possibly can. And then you get to say that you are a member of Bracago in the biggest of ways. So I am very excited for this week's episode because when I think of folks who have their finger on the pulse of everything that is pop culture, I think of these two amazing folks that we're going to have on our show for episode 423. Please welcome to the stage. We have our lovely folks from Full R Nerds. Tatiana King and DJ Ben Ha Mean What the Deal Be Tatiana and Ben What up y'all How y'all doing Y'all good What's up What's good How you doing I am well I am trying to learn how words work today Because I'm fumbling them all (laughs) over the place today I'm like It sounds like I'm trying to scat Out. We are for all nerds. Yes, thank you. I, I'm not enunciating well today. It has been a long day for all nerds. Thank you for the clarification and the uh, fixing of my words on that. So, thank no you doubt. again for being here. Um, I of am course. excited to have you on. It is not only Black History Month, but it is also a time in which everything on the planet is happening at the same time in the world of pop culture. Uh, And when I Mm -hmm. introed both of you onto the show, uh, I mean that. I feel like there are very few shows that capture the the layers of of, of dopeness that are within those spaces as well as you two do. Uh, For folks who may be new to your show, who are, you know, who haven't listened to it yet or haven't come to it yet, give them a little bit of info about not only the show, but about both of your work that you bring to the table every, every week with For All Nerds. Well, first, thank you for that illustrious intro. We appreciate it. You know, you are longtime fam. Like, you know, rock with you. Yeah. I've been even gaming with you since like the days of Destiny One. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we see how that turned out. That didn't last long, but <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. But um, yeah, this is we're for all nerds. Uh, we are the legendary geek and pop culture brand that talks about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. I'm Tatiana King. I am one of the owners and co-hosts of the show, along with my boy over here. DJ Ben, I mean. Oh, you don't have to cry on, on the show. It's okay. I mean, I know, I know you choked up. You got choked up. You got choked up in that. Oh, was I supposed to keep going? I mean, I can keep going. Yeah, you got to get it. I mean, look, 
pro prolific DJ, writer, yeah. author, master of ceremonies for multiple things. Like, don't try to just come on the show and be like, yo, I'm DJ Ben Hamid and that's what I'll do. That's not the way this works. <laughs> that's, that's bullshit. We know I, you don't. I mean... I know Tatiana wasn't done with her spiel yet, but you know, I can introduce no, myself. No, I wasn't done, I'm, but go ahead, you know, Ben. Thank you, I'm one of the co-hosts and co-owners of the For All Nerds brand. I am DJ Ben Amin, Wakanda's favorite DJ. I've uh, been DJing forever. I am also a WGA screenwriter, working on multiple projects right now that I can't even speak about. And I do a bunch of other things. I'm a author, a published author of my own children's book, The World Is Yours. You can hit me up on any socials at DJ Ben I mean and get yourself a copy. I appreciate uh, I it. I do a lot. Twitch.tv slash for all nerds. That's where you'll catch me at. Yeah. See, because I was going to say, know, I was like, you came on real out. humble. Came on super came in I mean, humble. Like, yeah, I was like, we just getting warmed up. I was you like, know, what is this business? You know. What is this nonsense coming through? Like, <laughs> y'all, I'm just DJ Ben Hameen, and this is what I do, and I just chill out here and here with the with the with the joints. So, come on, it's man. It's early in the nah, first quarter, you know. Sometimes chill. you got to pick your spots. Yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah, that's yeah, reasonable. Yeah. I know. I know. You don't, you can't kill yeah. them right off the bat. And just roll through with yeah. the, with the magic thing. But what I love about your show is that, and you because you guys wait, 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 wait. I didn't do my intro. Oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, oh, you wait, got, wait, wait. Hit him with the AKAs. Hit him with the AKAs. We need the AKAs. Oh, I didn't even do all the AKAs, you know, but we, you know, yeah, we, we'll keep we're going to throw them in there now. The I'm sorry for screwing up. I'm sorry for screwing up your, your you know, your oh. organization. Nah. You know, we got to do it. That's what happens. We just come here. We just screw everything I up. Love but it. I'm Tatiana King, AKA the Grand Duchess of the Tech, AKA Sean Jean-Luc Picard, AKA Doc Aki, AKA the King of the North. And... I'm also a writer. I'm a writer, producer, podcaster. Um, I've done work with a variety of places like Essence, Mike, Marvel. Um, I've written for Marvel Voices. I had um, an essay in there actually in Marvel Voices issue one, which is out again. The big trade is out, which compiles all of the Marvel Voices items since 2020. Um, and I have an essay in there called Apply Science. So I talk about geek and pop culture just like Ben. I live and, and breathe geek and pop culture all the time in different ways. I'm a big animation, anime head, uh, gaming. I mentioned that earlier. I used to game really, really, really heavy. Um, now, you know, I've found Jesus, so I don't go so hard as much. But, you know, um, <laughs> I'm still in the game a little bit, you know. But, um, yeah, like, you know, I just, I just enjoy life. I enjoy being creative. As mentioned, I enjoy writing. Um, one day, I hope to do a few TV shows and movies. So we'll see. <laughs> I mean, one day, we know this is in the cards. I know this is going to happen. Like, you manifest, <laughs> and that manifestation is going to be a thing that we know is going to happen. I, I have no doubt in my mind that that will be what that is. Ben, I know you got a couple Thanks. of AKAs in there you did not share. Oh, I definitely didn't get to share them. You know, I am DJ Ben. I mean, AKA Big Dick Grayson Energy, AKA Soldier 70 Spliff. <laughs> A.K.A. Hollywood Hameen, A.K.A. Uh, that's all I got off the bat. I'm mean, actually putting on oh my, my God. list, but you know, Big Grayson Energy. You know, this man is out of control. Big Dick Grayson Energy. You know what it is. You oh know what my it is. Met the mansplaining. Meet Millhouse. You know, oh, we could go all day if we wanted. My chest hurts. So, so how long have <laughs> my chest? My chest. I, I think that's not that's just not the kill us through all this time. Emotional damage. <laughs> Emotional damage. Oh God. Oh, uh, how long has the show been going at this point? How long have you been rocking doing doing the show? Eons. It's been eighty four years. <laughs> um, to quote Titanic. Uh, 
It, no, we, we've been doing it for many, many years. Um, I can't tell you the number of years, nothing but I can't but tell you it's more than five. Guess. Yes, but nothing but illustrious guests. Um, For All Nerds actually came, was born out of the Combat Jack show. Rest in power always to Reggie Say Combat Jack. Um, ben Hameen had longtime part of that show. He was always the show's DJ and always just part of the fam there. And from that, as mentioned, it, Combat Jack at the time, he wanted to do a show that was about comic books and, and, and geek shit. And he, um, at first it was like 5011 niggas on that show. And he was just like, nah, 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 this shit not gonna work. So, no, I, you know, know, I he, said that. I well, said that. Ben, I mean, said that. Right. And, and he, uh, eventually he gave the reins to Ben, I mean, said, look, man, I need you to build this up. Ben Hameen, in all his, his wisdom from Howard University, um, he picked another person from Howard University, that's myself, True. Uh, along with a couple of other people. Over the years, the show has evolved in terms of hosts and, and, and function and form and things like that. But it is what you see now, which is Ben Hameen and myself talking all the time about what matters in the culture. What one of the things that I absolutely adore about your show it has been because I am on the periphery often of so many things that are in pop culture because I'm old. Sometimes I feel I feel like an old. I feel like I'm out of the loop a lot. And also, really, we gotta step back for a hot second because Fifty Lemon niggas yeah. is 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 what I what like if I saw your I mean, your like the like family tree. I want there yeah. to be a spot that you go to where it just starts being names. It's like <laughs> 50, 50 lem niggas is, is, is all over. Like, if it's a browser, it'd be like literally like a hundred tabs. And it's like, you know, well, here's the 17th generation of the podcast here. Like, but no, it really was like, it was just a lot of people and that's early days of podcasting where people are still learning what works and what doesn't. And yeah. as we all know, 5011 niggas on a podcast doesn't make a good podcast. So. Shout out to the audio that's engineer who had to handle with that business. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But the thing I the thing I appreciate about, about the show is that every time I go on, I am learning something new about about the culture in, in a lot of different ways. Because I'm, again, always trying to like dip in and out, but I'm not as learned about things like anime and the comic book scene or even a lot of the tv shows you all kind of go over throughout the show when you're thinking about you know how you decided to build out this show because again you've been doing it for a while and it has morphed and changed over the years how are you thinking about the you know way you keep up with everything because everything is moving so quickly at this point even when we started podcasting tatiana back in the day mm -hmm. it didn't mm -hmm. feel as fast as it does now there was a lot of stuff happening but it didn't feel like you were getting bombarded from every side with so many things to look at and absorb now how are you all yeah. thinking about formulating a show around uh, uh, so many things that are moving so quickly and moving all the time. I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. Ooh, I, I got one on that one. Um, because speaking of doing it for a long time, like Titana mentioned, I was part of the Combat Jack show. Uh, rest in peace, like you said, the Combat Jack, Reggie Osei. And that was, I didn't even know what a podcast was when he first was like, yo, we weren't even calling it a podcast at first. We were like a live radio show even. And we were like right there at the very beginning of hip hop podcasts, pretty much. There was a few, a couple before us, 
and there's versions of online radio, et cetera, but it was that type of era. And one thing that always stuck with me with Combat Jack that we definitely brought over to the For All Nerd show is he was like, this is not a show about hip hop. This is a show about showing people the paths and the keys to success. And so that's something that I always kept in mind when we do For All Nerds is that this is not a show about comics. It's not a show about movies. It's not a show about, you know, video games. It's not a show about black people, et cetera. It's a show about showing people the paths and the different paths and the different keys to success. And not only that, it's literally been that for me and Tatiana. You know, it's, it's also a show about like what you were talking about earlier, like visualization and manifestation. And it's been that for me and her, you know, like we've said things on the show that then became true. And so it's always been that for me, you know, and that's what I've learned what it is. You know, it's one of those things like that as you're doing it, you learn more about what it is you're doing. And that's something that I've learned what it is. I'm like, oh, this, I've always known the power of your word and the power of your voice is extremely powerful. But the show taught me more of that, that how powerful that is. So that's what it is for me. And so I just always try and focus on that. And like, I just feel like that's something we've always had is we've had guests, we've had interviews with people where people really talk about their journeys and their lives. And we've done it for a minute now where I think it's just become mm -hmm. something that we really love and really want to bring every time. Yeah, I, th I think, Facts. yeah. Anything to add on that, Tatiana? Any thoughts on that? I would just say that's that's pretty much the lane that we've we've been moving in. And just to address what you just said as far as like keeping up and all that other stuff, because we've learned so much as we're mm -hmm. doing, we've also learned we cannot keep up with all that stuff. <laughs> and that shouldn't be our goal, right? That shouldn't be a goal to be um, sitting here trying to talk about the latest fashions and X-Men and things like that. Like, it's just not going to happen by virtue of our, the size of our platform, by virtue of the size of our team. Like, it's just literally physically impossible. And also we are, but we have but so much time in a day between the both of us. So what we've learned is to focus in on the things that we can control, right? What they say, think about or, or put your energy towards things that you know you control yourself. So lots of times that means we do our interviews. We will talk about things that are more evergreen in nature. Or if we do talk about current events, as Ben, I mean, said, it goes beyond just, oh, I think that's a cool film or, oh, I think that's a cool game. It's like, what is the impact thereof? How does that affect our people? How does that affect the world and everything in between? And, but we do it in our style. So it's humorous, you know, you know, nigga this, nigga that, like, 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 that's just, like we, we're talking to each other in the way that we would this normally do it in Snow. a snake fucking up. Regular this nigga John Snow, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I think that's what people have gravitated towards the fact that, like, many of the times, just Ben and I just having a conversation, like, we're really just, we're not how do I say that? Like, we're not putting on, yeah. like, we're literally just having the conversation about how we feel about, for example, he mentioned Jon Snow, the latest Game of Thrones, or we're talking about some wild movie that came out, or we're talking about John Cena's. Like, like we're just talking amongst ourselves how we normally would talk to each other. We were just on the phone or sitting in front of each other on the stoop in Brooklyn, like, whatever. Yeah. So I, I think that's how we've learned how to find our lane and not worry so much about how do we keep up. Your show to me has always felt like when I was back home 
and we would do those late night studio sessions where we'd have like my, my dudes would come in and they would be like, oh, like the first 10 cats come in, they lay down some tracks, people talk a whole bunch of shit, somebody pull a henny out, somebody talk a whole bunch of other stuff, get on his phone and have an argument with his girl, and then and then and then they all leave, and then like a whole next five or six people roll in and then uh, no rinse and repeat some of those layers of it. And it always has felt like what you said, Tatiana. It has always felt like you. And it has always felt like both of your energies have continued to, you know, not only build and grow, because both of you have done so many wonderful things over the time that you started the show. Um, but it has always felt like that layer has kept your community tight, which when I think about the community that you've already built, it's always makes me super proud because your community is like really, really ride or die for y'all. Um, and that has yeah. been something that has been super, super cool. How have you done that layer of building a community that feels very much not only like a part of the show, but like the driving force behind keeping you all motivated and moving in that way? How has it been to kind of, you know, do some of that work? Yeah. Tatiana, I'll go to you first. Yeah, I'm looking through Ben Amin's glasses because I can see the smiling in his face. We don't fucking know how we did this shit. Like, okay, like well, I know part of it. I, that that was gonna be my you. That was that funny thing is that was gonna be my first answer, but then the yeah. se the second well, answer. I mean, we do, we do know. Like, I would say, yeah. like initially, like we didn't go into this saying, "Oh, we about to build a fan fam army." That's what we call we call yeah. fan fam for for all nerds. First of all, is an acronym. Uh, F-A-N. And so we call everyone who supports us the fan family, the fan fam. Anyway, uh, we didn't go into this necessarily thinking, oh, yo, we're going to come up. We're going to build this clout army and we just going to get it in. You know, like like we didn't come in there like that. Right. Like we just came in doing what we like to do. And it just so happened that the family built up yeah. around it. And that's where, like, in some ways I get a little hazy, like, I don't know how the fuck this happened. But <laughs> I also do know, I think it's because it, it's for me, it goes back to the core value of what Benjamin said a, a few minutes ago, which is mm -hmm. we are here to uplift, provide a voice for the people and just be for just be real. And I think mm -hmm. that's largely and, and we've and that's something we have done um, consciously. And I believe it's because of that where we've been able to to answer your question, build up the community around us and and give power back because because the community is built around us, they've given us so much power. And that power has translated into lots of the things that we wanted to manifest manifesting. But I mean writing for Hollywood, me writing for Marvel, like like all these different things is because of that energy that's be that's being provided to us from the fan fam. And in turn, we want to drive that energy back to everybody else. And that's why we want to be uplifting. That's why we want to be entertaining. That's why sometimes, you know, if it's something serious we got to talk about, we're going to be serious and be real with you yeah. because it's important to us. Ben, did you have something to add to that? Yeah. I definitely do real quick. And it once again goes back to Combat Jack and also to what you were saying, Tatiana. It's about like what combat, where the, where I come from on Combat Jack was being on live internet radio mm. and having to deal with a personality like Combat and having to deal with the rest of the personalities in that room. Premium Pete, Dallas, A-King, Matt mm -hmm. Raz, et cetera, down the line. Like Tatiana said, 5011 cats in one room live <laughs> on the radio. 
and combat being the type of like, yo, Ben, I heard you was locked up in Dubai. What's up with that? And you're live on the radio, so you got to talk about it, whether or not you fucking wanted to talk about it or not. And so that's where I come from. And it just gives this truth to the listener. And I think people just get to know us like that on that level. I always say this, but I've DJ for so long and I never have gotten the reaction. Like at a party, I'll get that. Oh, fuck. This nigga, you know, and people be like, yo, this nigga nice, you know, said it when they see me. But like, it was so funny. I saw my uh, some cats on the corner one day in Brooklyn and they were, my man was like, yo, man, I didn't know you could DJ like that. When you just see me the night before. And then he was like, yo, I didn't even know you could DJ, you know. But anyway, I never got the same reaction that I get from podcasting that I get that I got from DJ. And I went from podcasting, I've gotten some like where people make me feel like I'm some, you know, superstar or some shit. You know, it's weird. But I think that just comes from being yeah. able to talk to people. And also, I think an energy that we didn't, we probably didn't have this when we started, but it's something that we definitely adapted. Like I said, once I realized the power of my word is that positivity thing, you know? Mm. I'm not about negativity. Like in general, I never have been, you know, that's just not been me. But I might have not expressed that the way I did it at the start of the show as I did later, because I was in a negative place when we started the show to keep it real. Sure. So it took me a lot to get out of that. And so once I got my way out of that, I would express that. And we've talked about, you know, we've had therapists on the show. We've talked about going to therapy. And then like just something like back to the interviews, like I say, it's like, uh, I've gotten to interview people who I'm a huge fan of, like people like Kieran Gillen. And then I had Kieran's uh, creative partner, Jamie McKelvey, tell me McKelvey. Yo, that's one of the best mm-hmm. interviews I've heard from him. Huh. You know, and that shit had me like, <gasps> you know, because I'm yeah. like, Yo, I know this nigga Jamie know him better than any motherfucking body. You know, Kieran and Jamie both created The Wicked and Divine, uh, Young Avengers, and a bunch of other great dope comics. And so it's like that type of shit is what I do it for. I don't do it really for anything else. You know, I do, it's like the same thing with DJing. I do it to kill this shit. Mm. But by killing it, I want people to have a good time, you know? And so it's the same thing with podcasting. Like I do this to kill this shit, but I want people to have a good time, you know? Ghetto Nerd Society in the chat says, you guys are superstars to us. I appreciate that. I love that. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Thank you. And I, and I think that that's yeah, one that, of the things. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead that, no, I, like that shit is weird to me, dog. <laughs> I, just, like, not, not, like, I love it, but I just don't, I don't understand. I, I, I get it, but I don't, you know, it's like, I'm just me, you know? And I, I, I just want everybody to be like, yo, we can all do this shit and there's space for everyone, you know? So it's like, that's, you know, I don't, I don't know, but thank you, man. That's dope. Thank you. Got y'all. Cats in the, you, know, you got cats in the chat. Fight. Like take them damn flowers, Ben. You better take them flowers. Nah, that's fire, man. I'll take them flowers. Like, like what Farrell Mont say on our show? Give them to me all the flowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, give me all the flowers. Yeah. It is. It is an interesting oh, thing, right? Because we all like, it's it's awesome to have other content creators on this show because i think there is this conversation that i know that i have rolling around in my head often about i i am not special in terms of being able to do what i do or to have started a show or any of that stuff but we have all moved into a space where again you're saying I gotten to do things that I've only dreamt about, right? And being able to move and be excited about things like that. When you are thinking about the journey so far, 
what's some of the stuff that you are most uh you know most you know happy and and, and feel the most accomplished about i, I i'd love to hear you talk about that stuff <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, Ben don't so take a compliment things. well at all. I love Ben. No, it's not even that. No, 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 no. that, no, that, no, no. no that part so is like things. that. Yeah. yeah, and then that part goes back to that manifestation shit. Like, yeah. this is a real thing, right? Like when I got the job on American Gods, which got me into WGA, which pretty much changed my fucking life. Mm. It was something that a year or so before that, I was like, Yo, Tatiana, I'm gonna get us into writer's rooms in Hollywood. And Tatiana had to remind me of that shit later on once it happened. Mm. But I kept saying that shit because I was like, yo, I went to school for film. This is like something people don't understand about me. Like, uh, you know, I'm DJ, but I mean, but I went to Howard for film. I graduated a degree in film. I've been, you know, thinking and interested in film since before I can think, you know, that is like my, was like my life goal was like George Lucas. That's what I wanted to do. Mm. So, yeah, and that's before DJing, before anything. So that's why people don't get it when it first happened. People are like, what? The fuck is DJ getting in, you know? And I was like, y'all don't get it. This has been my life, you know? And so, but it, I didn't really, I didn't really, at one point in my life, I didn't see a way in that to that world anymore. Mm. I was deep in the DJ world, et cetera. I just didn't know how to do it. But then once we started the show and we started meeting all the people who were doing it, I was like, yo, fuck that, Tatiana. Like, I'm going to get us into a writer's room, you know? And so every person who came on the show, I was be like, yo, what's good? What's up with your writer's room? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Straight up and down. Y'all can go back and listen to these episodes. No shame. And y'all will hear me say it. No shame. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, straight up, there face. was no shame. Yeah. To their face. What? we A word? Oh, oh, you want diversity? Word? What you doing? We got two writers right here. You know, straight up, and I See, kept saying that until the, <laughs> until the right person was like, "Yo, I'm I'm doing a writer's room. What's up?" And so that was one of them. That's like if you talk about it, but again, the other side, and I don't know, Tatiana will agree with this. Is like when a motherfucker sends me an email and it's like, "Yo, you changed my life," mm. or like, "Yo, you know, you you help you help me get through shit." You know, because like I say, I've been going through shit while doing this show. So it's like having people that is that end of story. That's the reason why we're still here. End of fucking story. There's no other reason because I would not be here if sometimes I don't because sometimes I'll be like, fuck this show. I'm done. And then I'll be like, oh, man, but I know that person who sent me that email that time. <laughs> you know, they looking yeah. forward to next week. What the fuck am I doing? You know? Yeah. And so that's that is it every time yeah yeah I, I largely agree with everything ben said like that's that's dead ass why we keep going what really fuels us at the end of the day just the impact we have on the people who listen to us and the people new and old who listen to us like uh, and or let say established and those who are just learning about us because like once you do listen you're like oh shit you know they have something to say and mm. you know or you know i rock with them and sometimes it's oh i don't rock with these people but hey you're in the minority i don't care that being said <laughs> oh, that really being don't. said i still know i still know it's impactful because you just listened to me for 30 minutes regardless if you like me or not and you you're leaving comments on this other stuff so to me that's impact right like i want to have at the end of the day i want to have cultural impact it's cool we're not, I don't believe I'm famous, it's, but it's cool if you're famous. Obviously, it's even better to be wealthy and rich and all that other stuff. But for me, the, the biggest thing is cultural 
impact. And like, that is my goal at the end of the day. And, and, and that's the type of the, the currency I want, that relevancy there that I'm making a difference for someone. So I, I agree wholeheartedly with Ben there. And yeah, and on top of that, yes, it is the things that we have been able to achieve. Working with, with companies, as we said, he, he's on American Gods, he wrote there, working with Marvel, working with HBO, um, meeting people like, like writers and showrunners from all these different shows that we love and then becoming friends with them and, and like learning from other people in these different crafts and and having these mentors in these in these in, in some many respects lofty places that you feel like wouldn't have been accessible otherwise and I know like that has opened up so many paths paths that I haven't even taken a step on yet mm. and in the back of my mind I'm like nigga you need to walk, <laughs> run really at this point because it's kind of late but you need to run like the door is open for you so i, I think mm -hmm. it, you know while we have there's plenty of things and stuff that we've done and accomplished which I, and i and i don't downplay any of that that that's huge i also believe that it's really the personal impact we've had with so many that matters the most one of the things that i was so impressed with and was really appreciative of talking about the show and talking about um you know the cultural impact to, to to where you like for me gave me stuff that i needed to chew on and remember it and i was like oh this is really important was during the initial parts of the pandemic and i thought some of the best shows and some of the best episodes that you all put out spoke directly to the needs of the black and brown community by having folks on there who were able to talk about not only the the you know the emotional and the physical impact of what this was but i think in a space in where we continue to see so many folks be inundated with misinformation your show was a place of truth for so many, myself included. I'd love to hear your mm. thoughts about during those times and when you feel like not, we're not only doing this for the culture parts, but we're we're like yeah. helping the culture be safe in that way. Um, mm -hmm. Ben, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts about some of that too. Man, once again, it's like, <laughs> that's just the, you know... That's got that's God's plan, you know. Like that's all I can say about that for real. Like Brandon Obonu, you know. Shout out to him, you know, my brother doctor. from Howard. Like Doc, Doctor Brandon, you know, we'd known each other peripherally, you know, pretty much. He'd been a fan of the show. He'd been listening. He emailed me about other stuff well before the pandemic, and then when it, you know, first started, and like I had two sources really it was Brandon and my brother who I mentioned today on our main show, Andrew Higgins. He's a dude I grew up with and Andrew's done a lot in his life. He's worked in a lot of different areas, but he is very connected to the people who really know what's going on, mm. you know, and this is a black brother. So I spoke to him and I was like, yo, I remember when it was like February and I was like, I was headed to Jamaica and I was reading about it being in China and I was like, mm. You know, because I remember Ebola and shit. I was like, and Ebola, you know, I was like, okay, they contained that one. I remember when they contained it. I remember being a little shook and then they contained it. But this, it was like, they're not containing it, you know? And I was like, I was flying to Jamaica and I was like, oh, it's about to get tight, ain't it? You know, and I called Andrew and he was like, good thing you're taking this trip now, brother. You know? <laughs> I love, I love how, I love how your initial reaction to hearing the news about Ebola was to suck your teeth like an old auntie <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, because I'm telling you, I was on that flight and I was like looking at the news and nobody was tearing, you know, and that's the thing. I was like, oh, God. fuck, you know, already because I know, you know, because I, like I said, I remember when Ebola happened. I remember how dangerous that was, but I remember how quickly they contained it. And this, I remember it was exploding in like China and I was like, oh, we're fucked. So Brandon emails us maybe a week, you know, a couple weeks later, months later. And he's like, yo, you know, I, this is what I do. And, you know, I would love to offer my services in any way, shape or form. And we were like, bro, immediately, if not soon, you come on this show and you set the record straight. Cause already my group chats were going wild. And I was like, oh, bros, what are y'all doing? Who are y'all out here listening to? <laughs> what is wrong? Did you not know that if yeah. you take three pills of maca and two horny ah. goat weed pills, that you will not get COVID? Did you not know this? And like, yeah, see that type of stuff. I'm like, yeah, fine, take take, take your horny goat pills, dog, but wear a goddamn mask at the same time. It ain't that difficult. Like, these two things are not water. conflicting. <laughs> yes, do it. Do it, dog. I'm a I'm a plant based lifestyle person. Yeah, yes, like but it, no. Yes, but no, and but yeah, Brandon. <laughs> again, <laughs> Doctor Brandon Obunu. He is an epidemiologist, mm -hmm. okay, and he went to Howard. He he he's taught and studied at the Ivy Leagues and all that stuff. I think he's at. I think he's in Yale right now. I don't know. This nigga's all over the yep. all over the place when it comes to stomping with the big dogs in academia. And you know, this man, he has similar voice to us, where like. Like if his lane is about science and and pandemics, epidemiology, and all that, but he does it in the typical normal voice of the person you're talking to on the block. Mm. So mm -hmm. I, we recognize that to have that type of language and approach when talking about something as wild as COVID and something as quite frankly terrifying. Like yeah. I don't know if you remember them early days. To me, it felt like you like you know when you playing like RPG and it'd be areas of the map that are just it, the 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 Darkness of War, what is it? Oh, what is yeah, it yeah. Like this, the, the Fog of War. This, the Fog of War, where it's just like, ain't shit there. And it's just like, bro, if I walk here, yeah. this person or this 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 enemy is level 99. <laughs> I am not grinding enough for that shit. Like, you, you, you understand? So yeah. that's how it felt going out in the streets. Like, bro, I'm about to get wasted any second, right? Mm -hmm. So what is the best way to combat fear? Education. Yeah. Information. Yeah. So as Bellamy said, you know, with him reaching out, we was like, yo, this is prime opportunity. You can you speak to our audience the way we speak to our like audience. Now. Let's have this chat. <laughs> yeah, like now. Like we were like, yeah, ASAP truly, yeah. because it's it, it, it again, yes, it was scary, but it was also like, bro, we need to fix this because Ben and me and I were were even on regular days, we talking to each other like, yo, you hear what the fuck they what the fuck chumping them is saying? Like yeah. you hear this wild shit these people are 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 telling people that it works and then obviously you know you got the old wives tales running around in the community and and just all sorts of wild stuff that didn't make any sense and we was like look we can't get everybody but for the you know if we're the flashlight for the for those people that we are hitting let's get them some information and truth and not propaganda. Yeah, that's another thing. Like we we gave them. We also said, listen, if you want to do what you want to do, fine. Like we're you know we're not gonna call you stupid or nothing. Other stuff. However, we're <laughs> giving you the science. Yeah, we're giving you the tools so that you can make informed decisions and understand what in the hell is going on and why you should wear a mask or why you should get um, vaccinated or, or whatever the case may be. So and and also just educate yourself. Like 
me having these, like I had a, I was doing, um, in, in terms of talking with Dr. Abunu, like, yeah, we did our podcast, but we also did lives. So we did mm. lives on Twitch, we did lives on IG, and we took in questions from everyone as we were speaking. And even sometimes before we would gather questions, so that way we're talking directly to the most relevant things that, or relevant ideas that people had in their head about what was going on or, mm -hmm. or, or didn't know what was going on. And then took it a step further and broke it down into terms that made sense because a lot of these weighty, pandemic epidemiologist terms are out of control and it's just like it it doesn't connect versus a, a classic one when when brandon and i were, were talking about like white blood cells and, and and all this other stuff and we were likening it to papoose and it's all white outfit like <laughs> shit like that connects with people you know what i'm saying like oh ben you weren't there for that you weren't there for that no 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 i was there i'm just it, it took me oh, a second to remember because okay. we were talking about yeah, we were talking about when he's standing on the banister. Yeah. And the white, yeah, the oversized oh white hat. He's the white blood yeah. cell, and the white blood cells fighting all the viruses and stuff like that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The point is, is I just, that I just took me just, a second to remember how ridiculous we are. That's fine. It was ridiculous. But my thing is, that ridiculous comedic tone is what helped remove that fog of war it helped remove the fear mm -hmm. yeah. and the and the the lies really and that's what our ultimate goal was do you ever feel like when you do a show like that or when you do content like that and i and i've felt this with when we did lesson in blackness stuff um do you ever feel an obligation after you've done a show like that to kind of tune content in more of those lanes, because then you see how well it's really resonating with the audience. And you're also feeling this, you know, are you feeling this like need to be like, oh, well, we just did some civic justice, civic duty kind of shit here. Do we continue to do that? Or we do we kind of leave it on the table to be like, we did what we needed to do. Now y'all go forth and, and figure it on out. Tatiana, what do you think? Yeah. I I, in some ways you do, but also it's also like many very ways. It's like also keep to your lane, right? Like right. I'm not going to just all of a sudden jump to the next either public health or social justice issue, like because I feel like, oh, now I got to do everything. Like, no, I also may not have the expertise or I may not have access to the person who can translate that information for you. So like it's kind of like I don't know what these people are called or if there's even a name for the people who are like they get some clout or some attention for talking about one topic and then they just start talking about all the topics and it's like mm. you're not really qualified for that mm. and that's how I know we go about things a lot like we 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 said okay we could talk about this because we had someone to talk about this and someone to riff off of we wouldn't necessarily then jump into the next issue just because we're like oh you know over oh, you know now we got the numbers let, let's keep on going like it mm. didn't doesn't necessarily make sense but when it does make sense yes we absolutely want to do that um especially if we have particularly if we personally have the expertise or knowledge or if we know someone directly who does and we can help communicate that to everybody Mm. what's the what's the stuff i want to pivot because i think that that was um mm -hmm. really well said I, I love that that's the thing that that people will take back from that from that question um when you were looking at the kind of future forecast you know this year is going to be wild there's a lot of stuff dropping listen to the last episode where y'all talking about batman and how, how he needs to be you know uh uh they keep recasting him because of all this other all, all the stuff that's in that mix and mm -hmm. a new batman movie coming out um uh, 
what are the things that you're currently really excited for that are going to be dropping that you're just like, oh, I need that in my life. I need that joint to come out now so I can go watch it. Uh, what are some of the things you're thinking about on, on that side of the fence? Ben? Isn't Black Panther 2 dropping this year? I don't know. Nigga, who knows? What who is time? <laughs> what is time yeah. at this point? Well, if that is, that's still number one on my list. If okay. that is, that's without a doubt. Yeah, beyond a shadow of a doubt, number one on my list. Um, Beyond that, pretty much everything Marvel does, like we were just talking about Moon Knight. I'm really excited for that because I really like that mm. character in his weird ways. And... Oh, video game wise, because I haven't even copped a volume one, I mean, version one yet, because I'm waiting is, uh, the PS virtual reality rid for the PS five. Oh, the PSVR two. Yeah. Yes. The PSVR two, because I've gotten into virtual reality a lot lately and I need a rig for my crib, but I want to wait on that. So, okay. Tati, what do you, what do you got? Um, in the most immediate, like literally in the next week and, and a couple of weeks from now, uh, the ending to Attack on Titan, the final season. Mm. This mm. is the first of all, and I, and y'all can fight me in the chat. You can fight me <laughs> on Twitter later. <laughs> I don't care. It's top two and it ain't number two when we're talking about anime. Okay. Yes, Demon wow. Slayer. Yes, is that. Yes, everything's great. But honestly, like I said, I'm I'm ready to fight. I came here to fight. Um, <laughs> Attack on Titan. Attack. Uh, nah, bro, I'm good. Attack on Titan <laughs> is that girl. Is that girl. So I'm just as far as excitement and terror, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, ben, I mean, you hit the nail on the head with with Black Panther two. If it ever fucking happens at this point yeah. in this in this year, I'm with it. I am with Doctor Strange. Obviously, Multiverse of Madness. That mm -hmm. shit gonna be out of control. Um, I, I just, I mean, just let's just cover it and just say the Marvel slate. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Those motherfuckers put out. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Day negative two. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been there before it's out. So, whatever. Um, um, I don't know. Like I think it's mainly that type of stuff. Um, and and like things to come. Like there's certain shows I feel that I'm hoping they announce a season two. Like. I really love Southside. Mm. Um, that 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 show's so damn funny and so damn smart. I'm really waiting for them to be like, okay, so there's a next season, right? So things like that, where I'm looking for a continuation of of stuff that's that's really good or may not be getting its just due. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and, and as soon as you said everything you said about, <laughs> about the whole chat blow up. Chat was Funny. like, Burr. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you, the you, thing. Like, no, but, we can talk about it. <laughs> I, I, that's where I got to stay in my lane and be like, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Talking, and talking, that, and that's fine. Yeah, like, I barely know either. Like, you, you can tell me it's top two, and I'm like, sure, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, okay. it's 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 up there now. Yes, yeah, so you can argue what what in sequential order what comes first. But my point is, it's up there. Yeah. it's up there. Here, here is my here's my version of that question for for y'all too. Are you excited for Nope in any form or fashion? Yes. Okay. That's so funny. You mentioned it. We talk about that. We talked about that on, we just finished recording before we came on oh, here. Nice. So we did talk about that at, at length a little bit. Still don't know what, what the hell is about. Don't even care. Um, it, it, it includes some really like faves in there. Kiki Palmer, mm. um, you know, Steven Yoon. Like I'm, you know, 
I'm just like, you know, well, if they in it, it, it must be something worth watching. And yeah. and I do trust, primarily trust Jordan Peele. <laughs> I'm looking at Ben's face right now. Yeah. Ben, like, oh, I don't know. But no, I, I, I trust them. I trust, I trust, well, I like them. I trust Jordan Peele and his approach to things. I've, I've generally liked everything he's put out. Yeah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Even, you know, sight unseen, not really knowing what it's even about. Yeah. Um, I hope he doesn't pull a Shyamalan and it's like, bro, are you kidding me? But oh, I'm so happy you said that because that was going to be my question. That's a, that's the real question. Has he already pulled you know, Shyamalan? I, I was going to say, I was going to ask, and that was going to be my, my controversial mm. question mm. is, Let's is, get that popping. is Jordan Peele. Mm one movie away because i think he's already kind of i think he got a toe in the m night water i think he got a toe mm -hmm. in, that, foot. in that in that foot yeah he got like at least three toes yeah, he's, he's like he's like he's like testing the water right now he's Yo, like mm. because <laughs> oh chad is like oh chad, chad is just saying a whole bunch of stuff they're like no stop yeah. it i don't know i i i, I think I, he, let he, me let me just say this dangerously close but he hasn't done it yet yeah okay. Ahead, I thought Dead Out was brilliant, you yes. know, absolutely brilliant. You know, one of the most revolutionary horror films in a long time. Yes. I thought um Us. Us. What's us? Had some good ideas. In hindsight. <laughs> and some and some good moments. And you know, I I in the theater I did not find it really frightening. I found it because I was thinking too hard, you know, and it's like, it just wasn't adding up for me. And that was the problem. Like it never got to that point where I could stop thinking about the premise and the premise did not make sense. And to this day does not make sense. Yeah. So that's where it loses me. And it's like premises to not work in a horror movie, you know, but it's kind of like what you're basing it on, you know, so <laughs> I don't know. It's you, There's a level uh, of suspension of disbelief that you have to have to like horror because yeah. all, so much stuff is fantastical and and you know the stuff that isn't like get out that is very much something that could happen in real life and, and has happened in real life to many many people but you do need that layer when you start to dig into the fantastical to see like well where's yeah. the layers where i can like peel that apart and be like that could happen but this doesn't make sense and i'm with you ben like i sat through that movie and i was just like man that trailer was good <laughs> I was like, damn, that trailer was good. What happened yeah. to the rest of the and movie? Lupita is dope. Damn, Lupita's good. And right? it's like, mm. right? Mm. So now, in so now I'm. Go ahead, go ahead, talk to him. In hindsight, there are some questions. I'm hoping for it. It's one of those weird things too, because I, you know, that is my lane. I'm my my horror lane is 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 fully there. That's my that's my wheelhouse for a lot of stuff. So I'm trying to do the thing where I'm not holding him up. And again, this is the thing that we talk about in black creator communities all the time, right? Of like, give people mm -hmm. the space to fail and then not yes. be, you know, labeled as a failure, right? Uh, so no. I'm trying to give him enough space to be able to work through it. And then hopefully nope will be this thing. But I'm like, maybe... Maybe you just need three words in your title for me to feel better about your movies coming up. <laughs> like may maybe you need to alliterate a little more because right now, like I'm like these. I'm like mm, oh, no, uh, maybe, <laughs> <nigga>. right? <laughs> like, next, right? Damn, I don't know. you know, like us Damn. and them. 
them so i'm yeah. I'm, I'm hoping well, that, them was a thing and it wasn't good oh god that was so bad <laughs> oh that was so bad um yeah so you have those layers that are happening you have all those things that are kind of coming up um of the stuff that is dropping that you are really excited for are you are you planning or do you or have you already had conversations with folks about like hey let's try to see if we can get those folks on the show let's try to see if we can pull them in and, and have conversations with that what's the what's the process look like now for you all when you're thinking about strategy when you're like all right we know these things are happening we know we want to cover it or you know how early are you kind of you know jumping into that pool and and, and, and poking people for that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. I, I think, I mean, believe it or not, like strategy is always evolving for us. So yeah. like, and even like right now, like we are reformatting the main show. Um, yeah. Like we have, so we have two two shows that we record. We record views from the 616, which is our MCU focused podcast. So literally everything MCU movie or or Disney Plus, we got that going. And then we have our main show, which is how, how everyone's learned about us, you know, which is more topical and things like that. So, um, and the interviews and things like that. So I know in the past, it, it was really like just that, like we would look on a calendar, see what's coming out, see if we know this PR person or, or a friend of a friend who could get us in contact with somebody. In the case of Ben, because he's like, Ben, I mean, true Hollywood stories, this nigga be knowing everybody and went to school with everybody. So... You know, it's like when I got there, it's just like, well, what happened to all this magic where, where, you know, you got Diddy and all these other niggas here? Like, I ain't had that. So anyway, like he like like we we use our resources to the best of our abilities and friends of friends. And because we've been in the game enough years at this point, like we do know the right people. So we will strategize in that way um, and just reach out. And and really the the methods haven't changed much since the, the olden times, the before times, <laughs> which is just reach out to the person directly. Lots of times we just like, oh, we think this actor or this writer or this or that is dope. Hit them up. And surprisingly enough, like really nine times out of 10, that person was like, sure, I'll come on. And like, that's how we've had people who, and it's happened so many times. We've had people like right before they got big or right before they hit in the industry. Like we got Yaya uh, right before yeah. um, he was Black Manta, like like before he came out like, like in, the, in the public as Black Manta. And so like seeing people like that, you know, talking to people like that and, and just getting them when they're right at that cusp, um, that's how we've been able to form these like really unique relationships. Um, and yeah, it's just, like, like, yeah, strategy. And sometimes it's just straight up, hey, yo, I like this person. Let's ask them directly. And it works sometimes. And so that's what we always tell people. Like, if you want something, half the time, it's just a matter of just asking because lots of times people are just scared, mm -hmm. won't do it. Um, or they're afraid of no's, or whatever. We've been told no and rejected so many freaking times. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, all right, on to the next. Yeah. Even to this day, we get curved. We get curved by places that we've been to for years for no reason, or people we worked with, or 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 entities we've we've interacted with for years, just some people for 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 nothing. So we're used to that, and we used to fighting through that. Yeah, Ben. Someone asked in the chat, what what comics are you super excited for? Because I know I know. Oh God! You, I know you both are digging in in the crates, but I but somebody was asking specifically about that. Uh, in particular this year, right now, I'm definitely excited for, like I just said on the show, everything that the X-Men has been doing and House everything that they're continuing House, yeah. to do. I just, yeah, House of X and Powers of X, the continuation of that story is just, it's one of my favorite things in comics in so long. 
Uh, off the top of my head, I oh um, Jamie McKelvey is writing a Captain Britain. Is that what they're? Is that the name they're going with? With her now? With uh, Agent Carter, but oh, with uh, Agent uh, Carter. No, not Captain Britain. Captain Carter. Yeah, Captain Carter. Captain Jamie McKelvey yeah. is writing a Captain Carter series for Marvel, spinning off the What If story where they had. Captain, I mean, Agent Carter with the Super Soldier Serum. So uh, I'm really excited for that. I, yeah. I also, uh, you know, rolling through r random websites. Is there supposed to be a black Batman happening? Is that supposed to be a thing they that's happening? They had a black uh, Batman. Yeah, yeah but there's there, been rumblings there was, the last year again. Of like another one. Well, there was a black Batman in comics recently. I don't I don't really keep up with Batman enough to know if he's stuck or not. Someone in the chat would have to answer that because okay. there's been like several off black Batman, you know, like off brand Batman <laughs> black, but there's been I know there was a cover I I was going yeah, for color. Was you was like off off color Batmans and I was like, is it like tote Batman? Like French coffee Batman? Like, off white oh, Batman. Well speaking of DC something Speaking of DC, something that I did read that I do want to big up is the other history of the DC universe uh. by uh, John Ridley Scott, I want to say, right? Is that <laughs> the name of the guy? He's a film writer as well as a comic book writer, but it was a five-issue series. It just wrapped up. It's like a five-issue, like, maxi-sized series. Each issue features a different character. Like, one features Black Lightning, one features Tratana, one features the Renee Montoya, the, quest the new question. And it's a history, like one starts in the 60s, one 70s, 80s, 90s, up to present time, each issue. And so it's a history of the DC universe as told through people of color. And it's fucking incredible. That That's like fantastic. one of the illest series I like, ever done to me. I, I wish Marvel would just jack the style completely and just do their own version of it because it's such an ill concept that I'd love to see more people do. Before we get into news of the day and talk a little bit of gaming stuff that dropped today, um, what's the first thing that when you think about your, again, we've been talking a lot about <clears throat> lanes and, and finding your way and, and again, your show and for all nerds has been just ridiculously good for so many years. What's that thing right now that when you think about the layers of manifestation that you want to hit? That is a thing that you're like, this is a thing that I am dying to make happen. Uh, and it just hasn't happened yet. What, you know, is that the show, you know, you both, both personally have lots of different projects that you're working on. What's, is there a thing that you're both all kind of thinking about or working on, you know, separately or as a collective that you're just like, this is the thing that we feel like we're at the precipice of getting to. Uh, selling a show that I believe in. Or, or getting a script sold to another show. I don't even, cause I've written stuff that I, I mean, I believe in everything I write, but something where I'm like, yo, that's that fuck a fucking fire right there. nigga. you put your you know foot in that one. That's what I, you know, that's what I'm really hoping to manifest this year. Yeah, I'm hoping to, it's also writing related for me, um, finish a script and actually go through the the experience of of being in a writer's room like mm. 
really entering that side of the 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 business and being mentored in that way and 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 just really just owning up to the fact that since I was in elementary school I was supposed to be a writer and been running from it all these years and now I'm back <laughs> so I just have to understand like just just come into my destiny if you will I, l I love that. And also, that is really interesting, knowing, knowing, getting a peek into your career, Tatiana, of just being like, you've done so many things here and here and there. It's like, that's interesting to hear that that was a mm -hmm. part of the, the beginning, the origins of, of all of that. Um, we're going to also had the experience stories. of being in a writer's room. You, you might not have realized it yet, but you've had experiences, because I've been there with you, where you were in a writer's room. Because once you get sure. in the writer's room, you'll understand. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's just how it was. <laughs> it just wasn't officially, officially said. You know, I've already it, done did this. It, 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 it's just a little bit more fast-paced. Is the uh, That's the only thing that I always talk about writer's room. It's it's just like the different, like, like they say about college ball to the NBA. Mm. You know, it's like when you step in that shit, that's, at least the ones I've been in, them shits is like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sad that it is not the anti-suck-your-teeth noise that you made earlier in the show. Um, no, no, it damn sure ain't that. We're going to talk about two games that popped up uh, on the radar today in our What's the 411. So, a couple of things have popped up on the scene for today. There's been some interesting gaming news that popped up in the world of video games in the gaming industry. A game that I am extremely excited about uh, checking out and have been for a while. Atomic Heart uh, had their initial, I guess, big reveal trailer today that talked a lot about, you know, things you're going to be seeing in the game and also the kind of announcement of when the game is going to come out which seems to be in a burr month uh because they they blacked out the parts that they were supposed to be they didn't say what it was they didn't say it was supposed to be november october whatever december we don't know which one is going to actually be um have you two had a chance to check out any of the stuff around atomic heart yet have you gotten a chance to check any of the videos or any of the trailers and stuff this my first Hell. time seeing this shit was What's the name when you put us on? Okay. Hell to the yes. Hell to the yes to the fourth power. Uh, <laughs> this shit is out of control and is right up my fucking lane, bro. I, first of all, it's so much, you know, obviously, you know, techno thriller stuff going on there, right? Mm. Elements of things like plugging in to tech, you know, the Matrix technomancy shit like that. Um, elements of... Um, Damn, what's the what's the what's the game? Oh fuck, Bioshock with the with the little sister Bioshock. Bioshock. Thank you. I just wanted to say this shit is white Bioshock. The white though, they're all they're all white. They're all white. The no Bioshock, the second Bioshock. That shit, Bioshock. That shit got. I mean, it had black people in it. Didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't really work out, but you know they tried. Yeah, but no, this is totally this is like totally Bioshock meets techno thriller meets meets fucking oh my god is this supposed to be vr by the way or is it going to be any vr element oh god, this? I, I would love for there to have been but i don't think so i think i think because this is a fairly oh, fine yeah this studio I mean, this be 
perfect for that. I mean, I, I, I am hoping at some point that we will get a VR version of Bioshock or, you know, a layer of that in a game that happens at some point. Um, these folks, they kind of fell off the map for a while. They were, um, you know, debuted something like maybe four or five years ago. It had a really quick thing that they showed. And everybody was like, they thought it was the first, they thought it was a Bioshock sequel. And they were like, holy shit, this is a new Bioshock game. And everybody was like, nah, it's not. Um, and everybody got mad at them. <laughs> but it winds up being one of these things of like now with this game finally, you know, hopefully coming out this year, I think, every, I think it'll probably still get delayed. That it brings up more of this conversation about like, who are these teams who are making games that we've never heard of before? Are we now seeing more... Uh, of a space where games that still have that Bioshock vibe, people are excited for. Because if you think about even, you know, uh, Fallout, right, in the Fallout series, the that's kind of the second analog to what this is, or the Metro series uh, being in that space. You know, were you two big Bioshock fans? Were you both like, yo, I need more of this yes. in, in the space? Yeah. I was definitely a big Bioshock fan. I mean, just as a, that's just a story alone. I just thought it was incredible. You know, it, it was just fire at the time. It, obviously, it was the 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 bringer of many memes and 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 it had impact in in pop culture. And yeah, I, I was definitely a big fan of it. Yeah, Ben. I, yeah, I was a big fan more so like I played the first one for a second, but it was a little too dark for me. But Bioshock Infinite was like I played the living life out of that game. Yeah. And it wasn't until a little bit later that I realized how bad the politics were in it and how like trifling and, <laughs> and terrible that game is really. But I was too wrapped up in throwing, you know, uh, murder of crows at people. So, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> I can't front. That was one of those games that in retrospect, I shouldn't have liked as much because oh of the politics in it. Yes. But I can't front. It's so bad. I, it, it was fucked up. up. Yeah. But I was so stuck with the because because to a certain extent because I've you know not dug into a lot of the comic book sides of things where multiverses have been in those stories forever at this point. So Bioshock Infinite was one of my first kind of like forays into that conversation around multiverses. Mm. So I ended that game and I sat on my couch stuck. Just like, yo, there's a lighthouse everywhere. There's mad lighthouses, B. Yo, we can go anywhere we want. <laughs> I lost my mind. <laughs> so it was great to be able to have that be a thing. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's funny because like me when I ended it, I was like, oh, cool, multiverse. You know, it wasn't yeah. like, you know, I, I wasn't like blown away. But I thought the story was good enough. And I think it's one of those things if you're not like really, like you're like, oh, shit, there's black people and they're talking some good stuff i'm kind of feeling this but if it's like one of them things it's like in there's a comic book of wonder woman's origin that i love to death right yeah. um can't remember the writer it's recent from the new 52 fire series and i'm talking to one person about it one time and they're like oh you mean the series where they talk about how the amazons kidnap men and rape them so that they can have children what 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 flip flip flip, flip. <laughs> Page 23, book three. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's just one of the things that like, I was so distracted by how dope the story and art were that I just, you know, I was like, oh, you know, it's one page and you're like, oh, you know, but in retrospect, yeah. <laughs> I guess, it, you know what? It actually brings up a, a, a question for you too. Cause I think this is also a thing that I'm thinking about often where it feels like now there are less spaces 
to not dig a little bit deeper. I think, and it's not the thing that I tell people that you should do. I think, of course, you should take everything that you ingest and you should have a critical lens to some of that stuff, right? So that you feel like you're not just like, you know, putting things in pedestals and, and putting them on pedestals and leaving them, you know, no kind of thought in that space. But do you feel like sometimes the the need or the want from the audience and from the industry to continuously always put that critical lens on everything sometimes pulls some of the just like fun out of the space? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because again, we're we're all doing this stuff all the time of being like, you know, we know what layers of of, of stuff we need to play around in and, and where we're comfortable. I'd love to hear your thoughts about like, does it feel like sometimes the the layers that are super critical are just pulling the fun out of stuff? Did we do that with I, I us? I think so. Did we do no, that? Like, with that's the, what I'm saying. Did we do that? Did we? Because I remember that was one time when with people the trailer. Were, yeah, and people were like, "Oh, y'all digging too deep into this trailer." Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I, I think it does happen, but I also think you have to just read the room, right? Like, mm. really, mm -hmm. first off, watch fully, read fully what you're about to analyze mm. and understand the themes and whether the commonalities or differences to other media or entertainment that you've consumed, and then read the room. Because sometimes it really yeah. just, oh, this is just supposed to be a funny story about some bullshit. Sometimes right. it really is just that. Yeah. And it's not meant to be picked apart at its core. Sometimes, even if it's not meant for that, it's clearly things that are, and I hate using the word, but it, this fits here, problematic. Right. And it's actually a problem that no one's mentioning how fucked up something is, even if it was meant for comedy. That's why, like, when I hear things like people saying, oh, like, ah, oh, it's just a joke, just deal with it. I'm just like, no, because mm, not not nah. every joke is, 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 you know, jokes can, jokes are still words. Words are still powerful and have meaning and can move mountains and move ships and move people and weaponry and, and everything in between. So I just think it's a combination of reading the room and really having a, a, a full understanding of what that thing is that you're prepared to or not prepared to analyze and, and 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 dig deep into and and yeah ben ben mentioned like us like we were picking apart the trip like not picking apart but we were like analyzing the trailer because because lots of times mm -hmm. th things things mean things right so <laughs> right <laughs> like like you know looking at things like um uh, like the first Jordan Peele film, you know, it had all this symbolism or, or, or we thought in deep meaning. And when you ask Jordan himself a year later, he's like, nah, nigga. Like, like for example, prime example, there mostly it was kind of, we had said it and other people have said it, how like Rose, when she eats the cereal, when she eats cereal, it's a bowl of cereal and a glass of milk that's separated, right? right. And us and other people were saying, so like, oh, you know, that's showing how she don't want to mix the colors with the whites and <laughs> That, you know, and, and, and like it, you know, in hindsight, it's like, okay, that does that sound funny, but like right. it made sense in the context at the time, right? right? It was just like, oh yeah, and this is why you know she don't really fuck with the blacks and blah, 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 blah. and you know, and this is how she was able to be so she was you know perform all this subterfuge. You asked Jordan Peele, he was like, nah, nigga, I just thought it was weird, so I put that in the movie. <laughs> like, it, it, it made it her look more like a psychopath, with, right? And it had nothing to do with all of these these academic thoughts that we had in our head necessarily but it's, it's it started a good conversation but but that's what i'm saying it's just like i think it's good to also give 
yourself the space. Like if you do think you're seeing something, talk about it, but also give yourself the space to understand that it might not be true. <laughs> you might be wrong. It's, it's just is what it is sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Cause I, I feel like sometimes there is a level of, and I love the, the way you phrase that, the, the kind of academia layer that, that people yeah. kind of go into it with looking for shit that sometimes just isn't there. Like, yo, yeah. I saw this thing and I saw how that happened. And that wasn't, that wasn't cool. Also, we got to figure that out. And we got to write a petition on change.org right after the show drops. One last yeah, quick thing I just want to add on that, yeah. but like both me and Tatiana are also like creatives and we also work behind the scenes and we understand that. And this is something that like, I realize a lot of people don't, and I've talked about on the show is like, people aren't trained in media consumption. We just watch things. Mm. And so like recently I was discussing Endgame and Infinity War and how, especially in Infinity War, the story is told from Thanos' perspective. Like he's the protagonist of Infinity War. Mm. And people are like, oh shit, I didn't ever look at it like that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, when you know writing and stuff, you understand a protagonist isn't necessarily a hero. He is just a, or he or they or whatever, is just a person or thing that drives the story. Mm, mm -hmm. That is trying to get a mission accomplished and is opposed by the antagonist in this case, the Avengers trying to stop him from snapping his fingers. And he's mm. the protagonist, he succeeds, and then he goes and sits on his thing. Boom, done, story over. And so that's like something that I realized doing the show. I'm like, not everyone gets that. And so we don't try and make it, you know, where we're like, oh, we're smarter than you or anything, but we want everyone to understand that you should understand your entertainment from this perspective so you can understand the things that are being said with that entertainment. Like when we talk about recently with Batman, when he's the protagonist of the story, and so we consider him the hero, but he's up beating up people when he's a rich billionaire. Right. Right. Yep. I mean, <laughs> God, sense. How, I mean, how many stories would just be not stories if the character, main character went to therapy? Uh, that's a whole nother conversation. Mm. There you go. That's, I mean, that, I mean, Batman would not be a story if that man went to therapy. Mm. Yeah. And he has the money to do it, which makes it even worse. Oh, <laughs> but like I say, Winter Soldier went to therapy and they made a story of it. It can be done. True. True. You don't have to yeah, always, it, it, you know. It can be done. It can be done. Kyle, yeah. one thing I just wanted to say about about Atomic Hearts, yeah. just something that I was just thinking about. Like, it reminds me of the comic book that I've been reading called Not All Robots. And, I mean, it's a, an incredible comic. And, like, literally, it's essentially about the robot up, robot uprising. Yeah. Where, like, and it's brutal as fuck. And, like, you know, watching the, when I watched the trailer earlier, I was just like, okay, this is coming to life. Like, so mm. that's the other reason why, like, I, it's just relevant to what I'm, like, currently reading as well. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, digging back into comics a little bit, uh, The Wolf Among Us 2 uh, is supposed to be dropping very, very soon as well. It is not Atomic Heart. It is a different one. Um, that got displayed or at least debuted at least the conversation around that game dropping uh, today. Uh, you know, the sequel to Telltale's ridiculously good Wolf Among Us uh, series. Did you two get a chance to play any of the Wolf Among Us when it first dropped? I had not. No, no but this is not. Fables, right? This is this uh -huh. comes from the combo book Fables. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that man still. I wonder if Bill William Bill Willingham is a he's a wild boy. He's the creator of Fables and. He once said nigger with a hard R in his letters column. Really? Oh, did he? Back, back in the day, he, 
he used to write this book called Elementals, which I just loved, right? And yeah. I'm a kid reading, and it was a very adult book. Y'all go Google it. It's a very dope comic. It was like one of those comics that was like, what if superheroes were real, mm. you know, and they were fucking and all this other stuff. And at one point, somebody was asking him why he wasn't drawing the book anymore because he was writing and not drawing it. And he was like, I'm not your art, nigger. And what? I'm, I'm a kid like, yo, nigga, you, like, where did we make this jump? Yeah, that doesn't even seem like a phrase. Yeah, that seems like a like, compound cuss word that doesn't deserve to be real. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it was like so wildly unnecessary. You know, it was just like, wow. Like, out of everything, and you type this and then send it to the printer. Remember, this is like, this ain't no digital comic, you know what I mean? Like, this nigga had to type this shit up, send it to an editor or someone, and then send it to a printer and be like, yeah. I want to believe. six months for that. I want to believe that he typed a really long sentence and then hit the return on an old-ass typewriter was like, nigger, crack. And then it went back and hit the return. <laughs> he had he had some white out and was like fixing the words oh, no. and was like ah I didn't put the er in here <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah, like, I had to go back and make sure it was in there he was like I, mean, I messed I up mean, this is this is not this is not the right and it, words <laughs> and the fun thing is I still love elementals like that that was such a classic run and I love fables like it's a really good comic book but I just never forgot that about old Bill Willingham oh. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, I I'm I'm, I'm excited for it. I just I doesn't just, make us excited for the game now, right? I mean like it's one of those things. Yeah, right. Sales have dropped immediate pre-sales have dropped immediately. But like, uh, that's my thing is I'm just wondering is he still making money off of this? That that was my only that was, that's what I brought mean, the thought of. I'm like, wow, he's he's still milking this shit. Go good for you, Bill. I mean he's I think you got to it once you I mean, well Yeah, uh, I ain't mad. You know, I, th I think one of those times where I, I forget if, you know, how the licensing works for these things. And also Telltale, you know, mm -hmm. folded in between the time of the last yeah. game. So <laughs> at least they had, yep. you know, a split, a split of, of, of what that is. Uh, but folded like a paper plate. Oh, man. Wow. Out. Out. Uh, I'm, ex I'm still excited for what this potentially can be. We haven't had. <laughs> we haven't had. <laughs> That's your art, nigga. Anyway, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm oh god. I need to. I need. To, I need to have never forget. I need to make an episode, and that's just the name of it. Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm telling like, you, I read I that understand. as a kid, dog, and I was like, what? I mean, wait, the, what? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about that, and I heard you, you started to allude to it, uh, Tatiana, about white people being weird about about niggas. Yeah, and the funniest part is always that it feels impotent in the way that it gets shared right mm. it doesn't have it's like it's like i used to i was talking to um uh jason kelly on the show a couple of weeks ago uh who who played colt uh, in death loop uh so he's, he, mm -hmm. he played and we were talking about the way white people curse <laughs> and how it feel is so <laughs> impotent in the way that it yeah. comes out because it doesn't have flavor it doesn't have emphasis it just feels like 
you threw a you threw a nigga frisbee and it came and it flew out the into the world and somebody caught yeah. it and threw it back and you like it went around the world and didn't touch anybody brown and then got back to them. It's, bad. it's that, sauceless. That. It's sauceless. It just doesn't have no old bear Lowry's on it. Nothing. <laughs> No, None. Uh, nothing. Richard Pryor had this, uh, had, not an old man. Richard Pryor had a stead about that where he was like, they talk like, come on, you fucking Peckerwood. But the, the, <laughs> right. the, the, fun, the funniest thing about this, like going back to that, is like you said, it's like he put this in the back letters page of this comic elementals from an independent comic book company called Comico that most people right now are like, what fuck are you talking about? So imagine <laughs> back in the day when this is like being printed and it's pretty much nothing but white boys reading it. You know, like, I'm probably right. one of the few niggers reading this shit. And <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, yo, what the fuck? I feel like he wrote it. He hit enter. And then Yakety Sack started to play in the background. But... <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I feel like like old carnival music came up when that shit hit, and he was like, "Nah, see, it got you, you fucking odd niggas." And hit the button, and then just dipped out on the rest of it. I, I, I feel like it's like Mister Rogers' meme or the gift where he puts on a clown mask, like you know, he hit in her. <laughs> Help me. Help me. Oh my god. Um I, I, oh, I'll never forget. Oh. Shout out to Bill. Shout, shout out to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping knowledge on the God whatever century. The letters page. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I was fine having I'm gonna have to put no this shit on Twitter. Knowledge of this. <laughs> Fine, having no knowledge of this this entire time of my life. Imagine being a kid and loving this comic and loving, like, because I love this art too. So when the dude asked that, I was like, yeah, why don't you draw the book anymore, Bill? That's what I'm thinking. You know, and then the next time I'm like... It was like it was like oh, when nigger. it was like it was like when Hulk Hogan <laughs> when, like when Hulk Hogan got caught way worse it was way, way worse, worse. <laughs> uh, like I uh, said he had to, he had to type this shit up like, it wasn't like he said it oh god oh, that is that don't make, that, me, don't make me mention Vince McMahon yeah exactly oh god yeah. oh that just brought back uh, bad memories of gi yeah, bro again anyway what you just said the flavorless yes just no sauce it's just like what are you talking about why are you doing this oh my god all right shout out to people who don't know how to cuss right uh <laughs> massive love to them clapping on clapping on the, 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 the seven and three-fifths oh, the one and three oh yeah, seven and three-fifths <laughs> Making up all kind of different time signatures to make it work. Oh god! <laughs> hey, what's a seven and three fifth? Like, I think I'm I think I'm singing an iambic pentameter. Anyway, um, <laughs> Tatiana. And Why don't ben. you just fucking rhyme? <laughs> See, this is what happens when you get on the show with us. <laughs> you talk about what matters. Uh, oh, Denzel can play Macbeth. I can say it. Um, man, anyway. I, was, no, I was watching. I, wouldn't, <laughs> I was watching. Yeah, nobody. I was watching nobody's. You know, to bring this back to geek and pop culture, I was watching nobody. Yeah, and they were clapping on the one and the three so hard at one point, and I think it was intentional. You know, to show how soulless this room, soulless that room was. Just, this is unreasonable. Yeah. Unreasonable. Um, we are out of time for this episode. 
You two Aww. are brilliant and amazing. And I want to say I'm continuously proud of all the things you do for the culture and everything you do with the show. And every time that I get a chance to peek in and see all the wonderful things that you're working on, both with with For All Nerds and, and individually, it just makes me extremely proud to have you both as my peers in this space and, and, and making it fucking happen. Um, mm. Give the folks at home uh, all the info about how they can check out the show, where they can find more info, information about both of you, and anything else that you want to plug uh, before we let you go for this episode. Absolutely. Before we do all that, I have to say thank you, Kyle. Like, uh, I loaned yes. you, we loaned each other for a yeah. very long time, but we're going to give you your flowers too because you have been instrumental in building up the the streamer space the black streamer space and like everything you do like you've leveled up so so much bro when i sat there and i and i watched like the intro i'm like this nigga got camera angles and <laughs> that shit moving and auto, and, and auto movement is and he, he by himself like i that that shit amazes me because like it shows growth it shows character it shows drive and it shows that you care about what the fuck you're doing and you care about what you're putting out into the world and giving to people so Thank you for being in this space. Thank you for growing. Thank you for for just keep just continuing to keep it going and and just for being you, being awesome. And and of course, thank you for having us on the show. That really matters. So thank you, Tasha. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Yeah, I want I want a hundred percent in uh, everything you just, she just said because I we both known each other for a long time too, and I feel the same way. I'm always hitting you up like, yo, what camera are you using, or yo, how can I get this, or yo, you know, how can we work together and do something? So just thank you for having us on the show tonight. First off. I got to say yeah. again, like, I think, you know, we, we've talked a lot about how we can collab and, and, you know, again, like Tatiana said, we've been, we've been around in, in each other's orbits for a very, very long time. Um, it just makes me happy to know that, like, when I think about black excellence, I think of y'all. Like when I think of how you maneuver in a space and how you continue to grow and grow a community that is smart and and fun and and just brings so many good things for what I think of our content creator Wakanda to be, you know, you you two are are, are definitely for the culture and, and continuing to push in so many fantastic ways. So, chat, give it up for the wonderful folks from For All Nerds, DJ Benjamin, Tatiana King. And Prayer emojis. Uh, you can find us. I didn't ask your other question yeah. about where you can find us. Yeah. You can find us on For All Nerds on your favorite podcast platform. That's every podcast platform. You can also find us on the socials at For All Nerds. Again, that's our main show where we talk about just geek and pop culture at large. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, at views from 616 that is our mcu focused podcast you can follow us directly dj benjamin is the man over there where he is talking about when he's not deactivated because half the time he ain't dealing with y'all he ain't fooling with y'all foolishness <laughs> but when he is dealing with it he is online under that moniker i'm under at tatiana king generally on all platforms um go on my instagram if you want to see some thirst traps that's what i do over there I'd be on TikTok. I'd be on the other places in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And as we said, like, we we talk, we does this, we do this. We are both writers. We're getting, we're trying to get in our opportunities in and, you know, do what we can to be Not for trying. the culture. We and are we, getting our opportunities in. Excuse me. We are getting opportunities and being for the culture and just putting ourselves out there. Um, and, and just, yeah, just please follow us. Please support us. If you want to, if you want to join the fan fam, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash 
for all nerds. That's where people are helping us financially in terms of having, like we have staff for the show. Um, shout out to Luna, our engineer. Shout outs to Chica, our social media manager. And there's also our T Public page, tpublic.com slash stores with an S slash for all nerds. That's our merch page. I'm wearing one of the merch uh, shirts now. This Love is the, it. would you like to fuck around and find out? This is that clock from... <laughs> Loki, um, Ben Ami is wearing the Wong was right tee. That's a big, that's a big popular one. Um, we have mad like wild designs that we come up with. Um, we work with like amazing artists to get these designs out there. And again, all of this stuff that we do to raise money goes right back into the show, back into everything we're doing for the brand at large. And we we just appreciate everyone who's in the stream right now. Everyone's in the chat. We love you. We appreciate you. We salute you. And thank y'all so so much. So you know what this means is now that the Spawnies has had the ver first version out in the world, we got to get y'all as presenters for the Spawnies coming up for, for this year coming yes! up. Because that would that yes, would be most definitely fire. Also, anybody who's watching the live show here on Twitch, um, I just looked at GoDaddy.com. Uh.com. Artniggas.com is for sale. Uh, so if you wanted to buy it, you could. Um, but. I would say <laughs> you might want to worry about your SEO because uh, that might wind up being a problem for you if you wind up trying to make that a real thing. Uh, thank Bill you very William much. Man might sue your ass. Uh, yeah, he, he might, might come out. Like, oh, you know, you know, I'm the original hard nigga dog. <laughs> I guarantee you someone's buying that domain right the fuck now. Don't do just it. Just buy it. Sit on that shit. Just sit, just sit on, on it. it. Sit on it. Just sit on it. Just sit, sit on, on it. it. Right, sit on it. Tatiana, Ben, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. We'll see you all very, very soon. Everybody in the chat, give them some love. Uh, they are fantastic and brilliant as always. Thank you to them for rocking with us for this episode, episode 423 of the show. We are going to get up out of here. I have lots of things to review. I have lots of things to go check out and finish uh we have our first episode of something epic dropping on friday uh, so make sure you're checking that out that's going to be our 12-part series we're working in tandem and in collaboration and in partnership with our friends from epic games uh doing 12 episodes of cool things you'll see in the epic game store so make sure you're checking that out on friday alongside this episode that'll be dropping on the feeds everywhere that you go massive love to you all We'll see you all very, very soon. Have a wonderful night. And you know what is on the top of my mind. I'm not going to say it, but you know what it is. We'll see you all very soon. Much love. Peace. Be good. Later. Later.